Hi, my name's Lynette Allen. I'm from A Woman's Blessing. And I'm here today recording a podcast for you on the five things I wish I'd known about cacao before I started working with her. I won't surprise you to know that I have my cacao with me now. But I've turned this podcast into a ritual. I seem to turn all of the things that I can in my life into a ritual and ceremony. It starts my day by being grounded and whole and peaceful from the inside. Life happens. Life happens around me and it happens around you. And in the past few years, the only way that really makes a big difference to me in how I manage my state and my calm is to go inside myself, is to go inwards. And when I started working with cacao, it just made such a massive difference to everything in my life. So I've been thinking about what I really would have liked to have known about cacao before I started working with her because it took me a little while to get around to her. And when I did get the invite to go and sit with her, well, I was just really suspicious. <laughs> I just didn't really understand. I didn't understand her power or the way she would hold me or how I would be nourished by her from the inside through every single cell of my being and my heart. So it's my wish that you should know. And so these are my five things that I wish I'd known about cacao. Number one, I didn't know that she was medicine. I didn't know that. I didn't know what was in cacao. And actually, before I worked with cacao, I had been doing a deep dive with ayahuasca. I spent two years working very closely with one particular shaman who was my mentor. And in that time, I worked with several other shamans from different countries, different places in the world. And so my work with ayahuasca is what started everything into plant medicine. And each time a shaman would come from Costa Rica or Peru, I noticed they would give me these heart-shaped blocks of chocolate. And they would place it into my hands so carefully and they would be beaming and smiling from ear to ear. And I would graciously accept it because what are you gonna do? Of course, it's a gift. But when we tried it, when we tried to chop it up in the kitchen and, 
and I tasted it. It was so bitter. And I was confused as to how you would make this into nice chocolate. It was deeply bitter and kind of grainy sometimes. And so each time I got another block of cacao, I would put it to the back of the cupboard and I would forget about it. In fact, I forgot about it so much, I had no idea I even had any in the house. And when we finished our time with ayahuasca, and my family and I were plunged into a deep quiet, just the three of us. Nobody in our house. No shaman, no guests, no helpers, no chef, nobody. All I wanted to do was get up really early and listen to the silence. Because unless it was in ceremony, I hadn't had much silence for a while and I just really loved the silence that I found myself in. So I would sit every morning on my own before my husband and little girl woke up. And I would close my eyes and I would breathe and I would just love the sound of my own silence. And then I noticed that this word cacao just kept coming to me. Cacao, cacao. I find a cacao ceremony. I was like, what? Chocolate? Cacao? What is this? I didn't even know what it was. You know, the first cacao ceremony I went to was in Spanish, so my Spanish really wasn't very good. So I got the idea and the gist of what they were saying, but I had no idea of the real value of what they were telling me before I drank cacao for the first time. But since my education has expanded and I now know that it's medicine, I know what's in it. It's a superfood. There are over 300 nutrients in cacao. There's magnesium and potassium and phosphorus, copper, iron, calcium, so many B vitamins, large amounts of iron, omega-6, vitamin C, chromium sulfur, I mean the list goes on, zinc. This is packed full of all of the minerals that we generally are lacking in our diet. So to use this as medicine, as a beautiful mineral hit, is something that I know my body has really appreciated. And whenever I get muscle tension or aches or pains. I know the routine, I know how I need to treat my body, how I need to stretch, I know how I need to move my body. I know whether I need a cold compress on my head or a warm pillow. 
But I also now know that I need a cup of cacao. And I need that silent, quiet time. And so cacao has become one of the ways in which I nourish my body. As a superfood, I nourish my body. I take time to value the minerals that my body needs and craves for every cellular, deep, chemical connection that my nervous system needs, that my emotional system needs, that my endocrine system needs. So I had no idea when I first worked with cacao that she was a medicine. She's not only a medicine physically, she carries a wisdom. If somebody had told me that a few years ago, I, I really would have had a very hard time understanding what I just said. But she carries a wisdom in her. This is a wisdom, I believe, that is passed down from generation to generation of cacao farmers and handlers going right back to where it began in the Mayan times and the Aztec times when they would join together as a community and drink cacao to commune with their gods. And I understand the spirit of cacao now. For me, she's like the quietest, most beautiful girl at a party. The one who walks in at the back of the room and there's so much noise in the room and people are dancing and drinking and talking and the music's really loud. And then the door opens and she walks in and you make eye contact. And she notices you and she lip reads and everything else becomes still. Everything pales into the background and hers is the only voice that you can hear. And if you focus, if you really focus, you can hear yourself. For me, she puts me in contact with my higher self. I hear messages and words. spirit of cacao evokes feelings in me of calm, of bliss, of contentment. From a superfood basis, drinking cacao triggers the release of dopamine, which alleviates the symptoms of PMT and depression and it also contains anadamine, otherwise known as the bliss molecule. It's a natural pleasure molecule that attaches really neatly onto the cells of our nervous system and just soothes us into stillness. She also contains chromium, which really balances our blood sugar levels. And I've noticed that since working with cacao, deep, beautiful, bitter cacao, unsweetened, 
it's really tamed my craving for sugar and for manufactured chocolate. Once you become accustomed to her divine richness, I found that I no longer crave the sugary, sweet, saccharine hit of the chocolate I used to adore. And so she's medicine. She's medicine on two levels. And the minerals and vitamins that are packed into every beautiful mouthful. And she's medicine to help me connect to my higher self. She's the spirit of cacao that walks in that room and helps everything else to dissipate around me. The noise, the confusion, the panic, the worry. To go inwards deep into myself. That's my journey. Second thing, I wish I knew about cacao was that she would help me create ritual and ceremony around this beautiful meditation time that I have. I discovered breathing. <laughs> I know that sounds strange, right? We all breathe. But I discovered breathing about four years ago, conscious breathing, where you breathe in for four, and you breathe out for four, and you breathe in for four, and you breathe out for four. That's the type of breathing I mean. And I discovered that I needed to breathe like that to ground myself every morning, to be a bridge between nighttime and awake, nighttime and doing, nighttime and checking my emails, between the rest and the rest of my day. I needed to breathe. And I started to get up in the morning and consciously breathe just for 10 minutes. And then I would start my day. And then of course my world was spun upside down with the plant medicine journeys that I was on with ayahuasca with such opening, such beautiful journeys, such difficult realizations, the crumbling of my previous life in corporate, burning all of my notes and all of my company files and giving away all of my suits and my high heels and everything I used to cherish. As my journey evolved and I realized that all I needed was myself 
and my bare feet walking on the earth and to be present in the moment and to allow myself to breathe. And so with ayahuasca, a ritual was brought into my life. I was taught about ceremony and smudging and cleansing, the beat of a drum, the lighting of a candle, the listening to the self and the intuition. But ayahuasca is such a big thing, I mean, you're committing to an eight-hour journey. And those ceremonies are so beautiful when there are many people with you and a shaman, live music and with cacao, I get that sense of ritual and ceremony. I bring it into my life every single day. We all have ritual, whether we realize it or not. We wake up at the same time, we make our coffee in the same way. We have our routine in the morning and only one thing needs to be out of line and suddenly our day just didn't start off quite so well. For me, cacao is part of that ritual every single day. And so to wake up and to make my cacao, to chop the exact right amount of cacao from that block, to boil the kettle, to warm the cup, to add a little bit of cacao butter, to add cinnamon, chili, a little bit of sea salt, and to whisk that all together and put my prayers and my wishes and my intentions into my day. My breathing has already started without me even realizing. As soon as my hands touch the cacao in the fridge and I take it out, my routine has started, my ritual is open. I breathe differently. It's nourishment and self-love on a completely different level. I've always valued my alone time. I've always valued my quiet time. I knew, I've always known that I really need time to write down my thoughts, to journal, to make lists of the things I want to do and the things I need to do. It's always helped my mind and my soul to be with myself in that way. But to add cacao to that first and to breathe with her, to create ritual from listening to the sounds of nature, sitting in a patch of sunlight with my warm cacao. Closing my eyes, breathing deeply, it's 
it's meditation, it's stillness, it's connection to myself, it's private time, it's my thoughts settling. spirit of cacao being with me. I've had some amazing experiences in those quiet times. I had a sense once of my auntie who has passed over, my auntie being with me, sitting with me. She put her hand on my shoulder and I cried because I knew she was there. And she smiled she said to the others, she knows I'm here, she knows. And for a moment, my auntie and I, who hadn't had anything really to do with each other for a good few years before she died, she was giving me advice, she was soothing me, telling me everything was going to be okay. I've had other times where my physical body has completely disappeared. Where well, I've felt so completely in the moment and present that I've just felt nothing but stillness and bliss. I've had other occasions where I've had a, a full-blown, full-body, orgasmic experience that has taken me an hour, at least, to pass through. I was so powerful and all-consuming that I just had to let go. I've had times with cacao in the morning in that ritual space where I've cried and I've written. I wrote much of my last book in those mornings, quiet with cacao in that ritual time where words just tumbled on the page and my creativity sparked and my intuition popped and I just knew what needed to come out. The feelings and that the anger and the disappointment and the confusion. But it was always coated with the, the soothing and the trust and the bliss that everything is okay, and my life is always okay, that I am always on track. Cacao has been my anchor through that, through those rituals and the ceremonies that I created myself every single day. She's been my companion and continues to be.
The third thing I wish I'd known about Cacao is that she would help me to hold boundaries. You see, that ritual and that ceremony every morning, like, that is gold. <laughs> Everybody knows, don't mess with Lynette and her ritual. It's helped me to put boundaries in place, to protect my time, to protect the sanctity of cacao, to protect my connection to myself and my soul. And that hasn't just ended with protecting with a clear boundary that time in the morning. I now know the strength of protecting boundaries on every other level, of saying no, of saying that's not for me, of saying that sounds like a really nice idea but I'm going to duck out of that one. When people have walked over my boundaries, I found my voice. When people have told me I needed to do things, I found my voice. To protect that boundary for myself and my sanity in the morning has been my biggest teacher. To be able to protect my space and my energy that I don't need to justify it to anybody, ever. That I just need to say, I justify that to myself. That that is not where I want to place my heart or my time or my energy. And that you can be nice about that protection and soft about that protection but fiercely clear about that protection. Cacao has definitely helped to deepen that protection of my boundaries for me. The fourth thing I wish I'd known about cacao is that my intuition would pop. Oh my gosh. My intuition. I've always had a very clear sense of intuition. My mum taught me that when I was very small. And repeatedly throughout my life, my intuition has been my guide. I learnt long ago to put my hand on my heart when I needed to make a decision and to understand the voice of my heart, to ask my heart a question, do I stay or do I leave, do I do this or do I walk away? 
the universe has also been my guide. Asking the universe, asking for signs, and noticing what comes to me. But working with cacao has taken this to a different level, my gosh. The signs and signals that I have had and the clarity that I have had in my decision making, taking my family from Europe to the other side of the world in Bali. <laughs> has just been the most incredible gift. Maybe it's the quiet time. Maybe it's the breathing. Maybe it's the boundary around time every morning for myself. But I also think it's cacao. To work with her and ask for her guidance and support has put me in touch with my own on a deeper level. And I notice that when I get caught up in the swirl of other people and other situations, when I get pulled into something else, when I get confused by she said and he said and they said and what I read and what I heard or what I thought I heard, what was actually said to me and either way, when I'm able to sit back down with cacao and refocus and reframe, I line back up with my intuition. I would have always lined up with my intuition. I always did. But it might have been once a month or, I don't know, maybe every couple of months at times in my life. We want to please people and we want to be right and we want to prove ourselves and we want to do good work. We want to say yes to things and we take on too much. My whole life has been dedicated to talking to women and helping them to find balance in their themselves in chaos. And I haven't been immune to that. But working with cacao brings me back to that intuitive place every single day every single day. And the final thing I wish I'd known about cacao is for me and my personal journey has been a bridge between using my 20 years of coaching and working in corporate and talking to women and spending hours and hours and hours getting to the heart of what's really going on in a woman's mind and sifting and sorting through confusion and scarcity and worry and stress. It's been my bridge between that world, very left brain, corporate, 
traveling to the cities of the world, speaking in front of people, using my voice to crack open some light in another's field. Cacao has been my link between that world and this world. The world of ceremony and ritual and sister circles and connection of holding space for other women to connect with themselves on a deep, deep, deep level. That no amount of talking in a corporate glass office would ever, ever achieve. This work leaves everything aside and enables women to connect to themselves as beings, as divine, as strength, as honorable. When about two years into my journey with plant medicine and ayahuasca, I had a big burning ceremony of all my papers for my business, my corporate world, and I realized I was giving all of my clothes and my jewelry away and my suits and my shoes and my bags and everything that labeled Lynette Allen working in corporate as She's the coach to watch. When I gave that all away, I did so because it was the right time. But I had no idea how or where I would reform, of how I could continue my work, of if I could continue my work of how I would be of service to women now. And so through cacao, I've become the space holder, the circle holder. The grounding spirit for women to come and sit with and next to. just to sit on a floor, cross-legged, with a cup of cacao in deep honor and reverence to this heartwarming elixir. Oh my gosh. And to do so with sisters from around the world. Women that I get to know deeply and I get to honor for their journey. Words can't really describe that for me and I had no idea, no idea that cacao would be the enabler for me to transform into my own medicine woman, that would transform me and guide me into being medicine for other women.
the circles I've held with cacao have been nothing short of gifts, every single one. The stories that I've heard from them of deep travels, of going back in time. The visions they've had, this is not a psychedelic plant medicine, but <laughs> some of the women in my circles have had visions and real clarity about who they are and permission to be who they are and a strength and inner knowing that they did not arrive with that was deep inside them already and cacao helped them to open up that that space helped them to open up I had no idea that cacao would bring me to this point in my life. Well, what I value now is so very different to what I used to value. To some of the most precious possessions I have are shells from medicine sisters around the world. Crystal singing bowls. <laughs> Sage. Paolo Santo. A Tibetan singing bowl that is just beautiful. And I love that I'm passing that on to my daughter too. She opens my ceremonies with me at just seven years old. She understands the power of blessing a drink she blesses the cacao in front of my circles she has her own ritual that she's developed she has sacred stones on my altar she even blesses her cup of tea when I give it to her I love that I'm teaching her intention and the power of thought and the power of holding space for yourself and quiet time. So, those are my five things. Maybe you've tried cacao already, maybe you make your own cacao, maybe you serve cacao. Oh gosh, it would be so nice if you were to serve cacao to other women around the world just as I do. Maybe you've never drunk cacao. I hope this has given you some personal insight from me about the magic of this beautiful ritual. This lineage of cacao is not mine. I'm a white woman from the UK, born in Essex, Cacao is nowhere near Essex, I can tell you. Cacao is from the deepest jungles of Bali and Mexico and Ecuador and Brazil and Costa Rica. Its roots are deep in communities who cherished the communion with themselves and their gods. 
cacao is steeped in tradition with shaman and practitioners who talk to the spirits, the plant spirits and the animal spirits. It dates back thousands and thousands of years into Mayan times and Aztec cultures who used cacao as currency, who revered it so very greatly and held it close to their hearts for so many centuries. And without those cultures, I would have no idea that it even existed and I'm forever grateful to those carriers of cacao, of her wisdom and her spirit, of the traditions and the honor and the prayers that are still continually said around the world by communities where this is their bloodline and their lifeline. In every ceremony and every drink, I take time to honor that lineage that is not my own. I take time to bless my cacao and bless those communities even though they don't know who I am. Here in Bali where I live now, I take time to source my cacao. I've visited the farm where my cacao is grown. I've touched the earth, I've spoken to the farmers, I've seen their factory. I've met the brother-in-laws and the sisters. They were so kind and so open when I visited their land here. I feel very blessed to be connected to this ancient plant medicine. I feel blessed to be able to pass it on I feel blessed to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening. Aho.